This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It is 7 o'clock. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's beautiful already. I mean, it's chilly. Why off the house this morning was like 54 degrees. It felt cold. It did. There's no doubt about that. 54. It's 58 now, but... Sunny and 58 now, partly to mostly sunny, a little warmer today with a high of 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated thunderstorm possible. A low of 63. Then Wednesday, very warm and muggy with partly sunny skies, scattered thunderstorms, and isolated severe storm as possible. No major outbreak is expected, though, so that's good. 88 for the high. Um, so we're going to have maybe a little rain tonight, a little rain tomorrow, something like that. But we need rain, do we not? That's what I hear. Why is it always very dry? No matter how much it rains, it's very dry. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just where we're at. Like, it's where we're in that drought season-esque. So you're saying we should wipe out about half the people on Earth? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm that's conveying what I thought you at 7.01 a.m. is that <laughs> massive genocide, for sure. First thing out of your mouth, massive genocide. Uh, so, yeah, sunny in 58 right now. It's going to be sunny in 83 later on. A really, really nice day coming up. So that's very cool. Um, <clears throat> hottest Jeopardy champ ever. Mm. Brittany sent this. I have not seen this yet. Brittany sent this to me this morning. So uh, I look at a picture of her. I, she's an attractive woman, hottest ever. I don't know about that. What, she's what very beautiful. I was watching her video this morning, and uh, she's gorgeous. Um, I can't click on it for some reason. Hmm. I, but I don't think I can. Yeah, the little arrow won't come up. What, why won't it come up over my stories? I don't know. I hate this when this happens. Yeah, I can't bring it up. It won't let me click on. I can see the picture. Maybe down here. No, I don't know. Just won't do it. Whatever. So you tell me the story. Okay. Uh, So she was on Jeopardy just a couple days ago. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's Anhi Nyquist, I believe. She ended up uh, getting a lot of popularity because she's very attractive. I mean, I'm looking at her picture. She's a nice-looking woman, but I don't know about very attractive. July 5th she was on, and um, she didn't ask me anything on Instagram, and she explained to The Sun that there was a lot of people of, would you do OnlyFans? And she said, it would be very popular. Um, It's not her style, but it was flattering, and she just toyed with the idea for a second, and uh, at the end of the day, she will not be doing OnlyFans. She's not doing only so OnlyFans is what, what is it's a website. It's a paywall, so mm-hmm. it's paywall. You okay. doesn't have to. It, it's associated with sex, but it doesn't have to oh, necessarily okay. be sex or like you can show whatever or not whatever. You can also just give <clears throat> on like a Patreon is probably like the known as the less scandalous paywall version. So I, I have a question because like I said, I'm from a different generation, obviously all the rest of it, but I always had the feeling like look if. If I can get a date and marry a beautiful woman, why can't anyone? Um, why are there so many problems with that? I don't think it's that. <laughs> I don't think this situation is interchangeable with dating. I think paying somebody to see oh, their so boobs, it's all about it's all about paying people. Yeah, like I think oh, there's okay. like a more transactional piece to it. I think it's also convenience. Like maybe people don't want a significant other. It's just yeah. I think it's. I think it fills a different void. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. It, it does. <laughs> Filling a different void. Is there any like Vaseline involved? I don't know if Vaseline is the go-to, but yeah, the void is not an emptied-out pumpkin. Okay. That's well, not... I don't. I don't know what you people are up to. How the hell would I know? I got no idea. I'm happily married for 39 years. So are some of the OnlyFans members. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so it's a lot of that, huh? I think, yeah, I think it's all over the board. I think it, it, it's just, if that's your thing, that's your thing. If porn and paying for all that stuff is, and that's totally fine. No, I'm not going to ick your thing, but, yeah. Ick your thing. I spend my money elsewhere, and yeah, I, I can't don't. say mine is more helpful for me, so... Well, the guys do it. You do what you do as long as you're not, you know, breaking the law or any of that kind of stuff. I yeah. go ahead and do what you want to do. See, in my situation, first of all, two things would happen if I ever cheated on Catherine. I would develop like an eye tick of some kind. Yeah, yeah. There would be a tell because she would know anyway. Well, she would poison you, yeah. so there'd be that. Yeah, well, that might make my eye tick. You assume you'd have two eyes left. Yeah. That's true. 
That's a very good point. Is okay. So it's really uh, an interesting conversation. Is porn is that cheating? That's usually a big question. Is porn cheating? You figure it out with your relationship. Now, if it's a real person that you're paying to communicate, that kind of gets a little bit more like. Oh yeah. But it's technically still porn because it's not like this. You have a chance with this person. Yeah. But there's something about like. If you did like a video chat with mm-hmm. somebody where I would go, I feel like that's cheating esque. Yeah, it's not right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know like, it's like cheating adjacent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know though. I, I feel like as long as there's no physical contact. That's a very, very because then can I text with some hotties? Well, there can't be an emotional cheating. Because okay. I've been through that too, where like a girl I was with was, you know, kind of having like an emotional relationship with someone that she worked with. And then when it came to light, I was, it felt as she, I was like, you might as well have just had sex with the guy. Like what is an emotional cheating? Because I have guy friends. I mean, I barely have friends period because of, you know, where I'm at in my life right now. But like I have guy friends, but I don't like what, 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 what makes that emotional cheating? I would say if you are telling secrets about your significant other to somebody who is the same sex as that significant other. And you're talking only about like all the bad things that they yeah, do. Yeah, oh, yeah. this person is such a, he always leaves the dishes in the sink or, uh, you know, he's always, he's always belittling me or blah, 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 whatever it is. Instead of, you know, really hashing it out with your partner, having those conversations with somebody else. That's where I think emotional cheating comes in. All right. Good for those kids. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And to go back to like people having their own thing, there was a comic in town. I won't mention this person's name, but obviously it's a dude when you hear the story. This guy was super cynical of everyone. And I just like would say the worst things about everybody. And I would always say, like, you gotta have secrets too, right? <laughs> Not me, man. Listen, I'm an open book. Oh, Uh-oh. that's the soonest somebody Uh-oh. says yeah. that. So one night, my girlfriend and I went down to Lickety Split. Do you guys remember Lickety Split? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they had some of those, like, curtain rooms in the back. Yeah. And guess who came walking out of those curtain rooms? Oops. And we caught eyes, and he looked at, at me, and I looked at him, and I was like, wow, this is the greatest moment of my life. Like Christmas came yes. early. And he was, uh, no pun intended, but he was, uh, he was mortified after that. And... After that, all of a sudden, his shit talking kind of plummeted. It was like, yeah, you know what? We all kind of have our thing. And then he got the Tonight Show right after that. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, who do you think was in the booth with him back there? Well, that's it's, it's all about who you know in this all business. Right. I suppose it is. Yeah. I suppose it is, ladies and gentlemen. Good, good for those kids. Right. You guys do what you do as long as you stay the hell away from me. That'd be good. Perfect. Right. I, uh, by the way, I did find that, that story. Yeah, it won't, it won't click on my top stories for some reason today, but uh, you didn't know how to pronounce Angie Nyquist? Oh, is that Angie? Is that her name? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> what did you think it was, on high? I think I said Angie, yeah. Angie Nyquist. A-N-J-I. That's Angie. I've never seen Angie spelled like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's been that long that people have been... St- Spelling it that way. Yeah, that's wild. I do not know, but I happen to know somebody that spells their name that way. So oh. I hate when people do that crap. Knock Change it, it off. Yeah, just put, if anything, if you want on your birth certificate to say A-N-J-I, go for it. Okay. But everywhere else, just spell it the right way. Yep. I have a good friend named Kyle. K-I-E-L. And that's Keel. I know, but here's the thing. Now I've known Kyle closer than, or like longer than I've known most K-Y-L-E's. And so now the other one's looking weird to me. Because it actually, phonetically, uh, this Angie does make sense that what, you said it. What movie is it where the guy goes, Kyle? Kyle? All the, all the time. What movie is that? I don't know. Kyle? Kyle? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have to check our emails when during the break because I'm sure we'll get a bunch of emails. Okay, so here's the deal. A woman named, this is a story that, uh, that Brittany was trying to tell me about and I couldn't bring up, but now I brought it up on a different site. A woman named Angie Nyquist won the July 5th episode of Jeopardy, and ever since her victory, some fans have been calling her the hottest contestant ever. See, I wouldn't know that, because I, I used to watch a lot of Jeopardy, but I haven't seen it in years now. Yeah, it's always weird when I am in a situation where Jeopardy, I'm uh, available to see Jeopardy, because it's like in the middle of the day, right? Uh, is it on at 6 o'clock at night, too, I think, though? I think 4. 4 o'clock. Oh, it's yeah, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, okay. yeah. Okay, I, I just... Um, that, and that was uh, Alex Trebek, right? He was Jeopardy? Or is mm-hmm. he the other one? Yeah, Alex Trebek, yeah. yep. That was Alex Trebek. Yep. Very nice guy, by the way. Didn't know him really well. I talked to him a couple of times. But 
that audio of him when he's working in Vancouver as a young man, have you ever heard the audio of him when he pauses and he doesn't want to say the word? No. He's reading the news and he's doing the news read like this. Ladies and gentlemen, the news this evening includes uh, some bad weather will be moving in. So keep an eye out for that. Also, and you can hear him rattle the paper and he goes, <clears throat> uh, there's been a bit of trouble in the Negro District. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote Negro District on his copy. Oh, my like, God. Now, this is probably 40 years I ago. I was going to say it was probably even ex maybe acceptable <laughs> like, in those geez. circles, but that seems insane. But I would Negro never say. How about the Honky District? Right? Did they got that, oh. too? Yeah, he did not want to say. There's audio. of You can still get the audio of him doing it, and he well, goes. Can you, <laughs> can you blame him? No. I mean, I would die. Jesus. I would go, I don't know how to pronounce that, so I'm going to go ahead and skip that. I'm going to call Tevin and Rashawn and go, do you guys live in the Negro District? I didn't know if you did or not. Just wait till tomorrow. Tevin will be in. Yeah, Tevin will be in tomorrow. And it, God, I, such a nice man. I love Tevin. I think I did a great job raising him, don't you think? You did a great job raising him. Because he was a pain in the ass when I met him, but, you know, I got him turned around. You got him on the straight and narrow. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. No, he's a really, really good guy. He makes me giggle. That kid. Oh, yeah. He just, and I know he's not a kid. He's like 30-something, but. Yeah, he's like, God, is he like 36 now? Something but like he's one he's of those. He's Andy's age, isn't he? Yeah. No, he's a little younger than me and Andy. I think he's oh, like. Oh, he is. Okay. I think he's like 34-ish. We'll it's have to probably, ask him. It's probably right. You're probably right. Uh, so in any case, she recently did an Ask Me Anything chat, and not surprisingly, some pervs showed up, and they asked her if she'd consider uh, joining OnlyFans. It sounds like that won't be happening, though. Angie says, quote, I mean, that's not my style, but it was flattering. And then there's a question mark. It was flattering? It was flattering? <laughs> that was a question. And also, she's speaking, so that's an, uh, an assumed question mark. That's true. Uh, she adds, quote, you're going to get some nice people. You're going to get some creeps. Uh, I have been uh, getting DMs, direct messages, right? That's yep. what a DM is? Correct. From random men, it was not what I was expecting, that is for sure. Well, yeah, but you, you know what, Angie? I know it's not what you were expecting, but you should have expected it because they don't have her picture on this story. But she looks like an attractive woman. Um, why do you think that? Because, I mean, she's attractive, but there are a lot of attractive women on that show, aren't there? I don't know. Also, ratings have been dipping a little bit. Oh, there's your answer. I you just answered my question. I believe that you are right, that yep. there are a lot of attractive people on there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just think that she did a good job with, she, she had these beautiful lashes on. That, oh, like, okay. She kind of just knew how to dress herself in a way that, like. Kind of like me. Exactly. You really know how to dress. You really know how to work your angles. Yeah, there's no question. That, that windbreaker. <laughs> Right now, it's 54. No, it's 58 now, actually. Yeah. Now, in any case, uh, Angie Nyquist, uh, she seems like a classy woman and all the rest of it. But I, I you know what? I got to lean toward uh, Rudy on this one. This is about ratings and money. I believe it. Everything now, everything is about money and ratings. And I'm, I, she, I'm not saying she's involved in it. No, no, They're no. They're taking advantage of her, I think. Correct. Maybe not. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen that show in a long time. I used to love watching that show, actually. Yeah. You could actually learn things by watching TV in those days because they'd come up with subjects that you didn't know much about, which is very cool. Can I give you a spoiler alert? Uh-oh, spoiler alert. She is the only one that got the Final Jeopardy right. Mm. And so uh, that that's why she got moved to, well, not Final Jeopardy, whatever the last one is before Final Jeopardy where she gets asked a question. Isn't that what the show does? Isn't, is that, you know, I'm just saying that, like, she won because of that. It was kind of fun to watch. But isn't that how they always win? Like, because somebody lost, like, lost points and the final Jeopardy. Oh, see, I don't know. I didn't know. You can lose points, too. You gain oh, points yeah. and lose so them. So at yeah. the end, you bid. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we're asking, like, um, they'll give a hint, like, capitals. And we'll go, okay, how much do I want to bid of my own money? Mm -hmm. And if you have zero, you can bid up to 1,000 and go negative. Oh, okay. So... He like she ended up surpassing first place by like two hundred dollars oh, because okay. she's the only one that got it right. So she's smart. She's beautiful. That's a good thing. Good for her. Wouldn't know. Must be nice. Have a great life. Oh, here we go, now, Angie. I'm being humble right now. Did you hear the tone of my voice? <laughs> God. I mean it like literally like you must fraud. be nice. And he, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Hey, listen, every time I walk past the room, because she always goes, we tend to leave at the same time during the break. It's the only time we have to go down the hall. 
and you get to the women's room first, then you go around the corner to the men's room. Uh, and every day we walk by and Brittany goes in the women's room and then I come by about maybe 15 steps later and every day I hear this, how you doing, beautiful? <laughs> Don't go changing. <laughs> Don't go changing, sister. Talking to herself in the mirror. No, there's other people in there. I was just No, it's not you. I was hyping them it's up other for folks. work. Yeah, they were saying it to me. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. it sounded like you, but yeah. it must have been somebody else. No, okay. we're very supportive in the women's room. I understand that 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Jeff Leeson, our special guest, is upcoming tour in Minnesota. We'll talk to Jeff about that. Uh, on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you. Dawn. I love Dawn. Yeah, she's great. Uh, we're going to have her on. We should have her on, don't you think? I'd love that. She's a tough woman. I love tough women. I love her. She's just very sweet. Indeed. So, yeah, the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price, $69.98. Now only $19.98, just $10 more for king-size, so that's great, too. My Pillows patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size My Pillow for only $19.98. All you have to do is enter promo code Tom. That'll be good. In addition, there's a special offer on the My Pillows. You will also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillow history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on this pillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant. DQ presents... How to fancy up any occasion. Step one, grab the caramel fudge cheesecake blizzard from DQ. Step two, break out your fanciest sweatpants and park yourself in your comfiest chair. Step three, kick back and bask in the luxury of salted caramel, rich fudge, and decadent cheesecake pieces blended in world-famous DQ soft serve. Fancy? Achieved. No formal wear required. DQ. Happy tastes good. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., uh, tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to the five grand off sales event ends July 31st. Go with your gut. Go with Dynavite. 70% of your dog's immune system is based in the gut. So for overall health, good nutrition is vital. But how can you be sure your dog is getting the nutrition they need? A diet lacking proper nutrients can present issues like itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite is the delicious nutritional supplement created to boost your dog's overall health. And the reviews are incredible. 
Poor Sam, he was a mess, always itching. Probably two weeks after he started Dinovite, I started to see improvements, and today 99% of his issues are non-existent. Right now, try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. That's D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at Doorbuster Pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packaging. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What's your name, young man? Evan. Very nice. And how old are you, Evan? 16 years old. Look at you. Look at you, buddy. You got your whole life ahead of you. This is exciting, Evan. This is the time. Are you Evan's dad? Okay, yeah, you keep looking at him to see how he's reacting to this. Yeah, you do have your whole life. What happened? I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, it just quit. Oh. I'm blaming it on Jeff Leeson. That's all. I'm if doing. you want the rest, you got to go to his show. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it should be. <laughs> and Jeff is up. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up August 17th, Boston's Comedy Club in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is a great spot. Anyway, August 18th, the Miners Dry in Ely, Minnesota. August 19th, the big one for us, of course, Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. And then uh, August 20th, the Skyline Comedy Club at Appleton, Wisconsin. So we'll be all, we'll be in South Dakota. He'll be in Minnesota, Northern Minnesota, the Twin Cities, Wisconsin. He's all over the joint. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Magnificent. Could I just use one of your, one of your, uh, I guess, phrases from your descriptor for one of the people that works here? I just want to replace your name with hers. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. For over 23 years, Brittany Arneson has been astonishing crowds across North America with her off-the-cuff improvisational style that leaves crowds not only wanting more, but amazed at what they just witnessed. Oh, Jeff, finally I got a compliment from Tom ah, What do you think of that, Jeff? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm honored. I'm honored to be a part of that. Thank you. Well, I can understand. So where are you from originally, Jeff? Uh, London, Ontario, Canada. Nothing oh. wrong with that, man. Hey, thanks for the smoke. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> you're very welcome. You know, I have a, one of my best friends lives in Toronto, a guy named Dougie Dawson, and I get a call from him about once a week, don't blame this on me, and then he just hangs up. <laughs> like, thanks, Doug. Not my fault. Thanks, Dougie. No, actually, I'm a huge Canada fan, uh, Jeff, I will tell you. We, we were just talking, as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago last week, I guess about a week ago now, maybe, that... Uh, if you're a Minnesotan and you fly into Calgary, you hop over there and go to Banff, hang around there for a while, then you go out to Lake Louise. I mean, that Canada is gorgeous, man. Yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful country. Beautiful country, Canada. It's, uh, it's uh, very lovely, lovely to travel, lovely to drive across. Uh, yeah, beautiful. So how'd you get started, Jeff? When did, when did you know? I, I, I used to ask this all the time, and I don't ask it as much as I used to, but when did you know this is what you wanted to do? You know, I was really, uh, I was really young. Like I, I became a fan of stand-up comedy when I was probably eight or nine years old, and it started for me with two, um, two TV shows that were on back to back every day called Comedy at Club Fifty Four mm-hmm. and uh, Just for Laughs. And I would just come home after school, and you know, for like an hour, um, just was absolutely enthralled by. Um, this art form and and by these 
these shows and the fact that these guys and and ladies were uh, you know seemingly getting paid just to uh, goof around and and make people laugh. And um, in in school, I would always uh, you know put a little comedic. Uh, Lant or put, put some comedy into, um, you know, presentations and book reports and things, things like that. When I was in grade eight, I was voted valedictorian of my grade eight class. Ooh. I made a speech at graduation. Um, I got a standing ovation for that speech. I threw in some like roast jokes about the teachers, about the school, about different <laughs> and parents and stuff. And, uh, it was really in that moment uh, where, uh, you know, people are standing up and I was like, I don't know what this feeling is, but I want this feeling sure. uh, somehow every day. And uh, that's kind of where it started for me. Jeff, you know how nice that is to hear because almost including uh, Rudy and me here on the show, because most often when I ask that question is, well, my dad hated me. <laughs> and the only time he was ever happy is when I stood in front of the TV and told him jokes. I mean, there's a lot of that. Well, you know there's a lot of that in the business, obviously, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if I had <laughs> ever met my father, I'm sure that may have been oh, me. There you <laughs> go. There you got is, another baby. one. That's why, we're, that's why we're kindred spirits. <laughs> got another <laughs> daddy issue. Every oh. time. Oh, Jeff, I, want to, I, I mean, yeah. I don't want to talk at length about it, but same thing. Rudy went through it. I went through it. You went through it, too, huh? Yeah, I, I uh, well, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's. Uh, I didn't know how far back we were going with uh, where this started, but yeah, if you want to, you want to it all the way back. I'm sure. I'm sure it started with my father. Oh, it was a stormy night after a Calgary oh. Flames game. Right. My mother had had a couple of whiskeys. Walked down to the bar. My dad was oh. down there drawing his sorrows. <laughs> oh, Jeff, it's so sad that it's all so predictable, isn't it? It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. But I think you know. Once again, maybe we as Canadians and Americans should look at it and go, you know what? You take some misery and make something really fun and nice from it. Maybe we should do that again instead of just looking down and hating everyone and everything. Uh, at least in your situation and in Rudy's and in mine, we stepped up and went, hey, you know what? It wasn't great, but we made something of it and we're much happier because of it. So it's a good story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and everything like that is all in how you look at it as well. I think a lot of people look at stuff you know, that happen in, in life and use it as a, a reason to, um, some people use it as a reason to treat people poorly, or some people use it as a reason to, yeah. you know, be depressed and other people look at it and, um, you know, can make light of it. And I was really lucky. My family, like my, my mom's side of the family and my, you know, grandparents and everybody was, uh, humor was just such a huge part of, um, our lives and the fabric of growing up. So, you know, that was really built into me at, at an early age was we, we laugh at, you know, whatever's going on. There's always uh, something funny in it, and you just have to look for that. See, I, and I wish everybody looked at it that way, Jeff. I really do. Let's find something good. Let's find something funny, all the rest. I do have to ask you one question, though. And I mean this as a huge compliment because this man had no bigger fan than me. And by the way, I'm not saying that, that uh, the way you pose yourself is, is exact because he outweighed you by about 150 pounds. But I love the picture you sent over. You know, the, are you aware of the picture that, that we used? The, the one where you're kind of giving it the, yeah, it's back there, that thing with your thumb? <laughs> I know the one. I, I know the one you're talking about, yeah. I looked down, your net, last name is Leeson. I look at that picture and I go, man, Leeson, because that was every time Jackie Gleason went, get out. He'd do exactly what you're doing in that picture. Oh, really? I love that, man. That's wonderful. Do you know who Jeff looks like, Jeff? We have a stand-in producer, AJ. Yeah, kind of. And I feel like you have the exact same look as AJ. You guys have very similar kind eyes. Well, thank you very much. And, uh... I get that a lot. It's 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 always a di- not the kind eyes thing. That's very nice, but uh, <laughs> but I I get that a lot of uh, you know who you look like, and then they'll tell me somebody they know that I don't know. Uh, but, <laughs> You're welcome. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Currently, I have a, a face that is very common, commonly used. Well, that's a possibility. Now, yesterday I went through something that wasn't too pleasant, Jeff, because apparently some people decided. The Gilgo Beach killer in uh, on Long Beach Island killed about eleven women. They just arrested him. 
I got several messages. Boy, he looks a lot like you, Tom. Like, great, thank you. I look like I'm a serial killer. I appreciate that. Oh, boy. See, I'll take AJ over that any day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you take. AJ's a great guy, too. But. Yeah, we assume he hasn't killed anybody, but I actually don't <laughs> well, know him that yeah. well. well. Couldn't it have been a hot yeah. serial killer like Ted Bundy? Hey, Somebody right? who's he got was... also soft eyes? You yeah. Know? yeah. He was handsome. There's no, you can't get around the fact that Ted Bundy was a handsome guy. No yeah. question. So, Jeff, uh, have you ever worked the Parkway Theater before? No, this is uh, this is my first time. This is actually my first show uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, I've only done uh, St. Paul so far, oh, okay. uh, which was which was last year. Had a great time, and so yeah, this is the first time uh, at the Parkway and in Minneapolis. The Parkway has the Parkway has, I mean, a lot of history. It's a, people in Minneapolis love the Parkway Theater. It's uh, in this really kind of cool neighborhood. And you were telling me, Rudy, you get over there once in a while, right? Yeah, oh, I love that theater. There's, you yeah. know, that part of town kind of went through like a, a ebb yep. and flow because for yep. a long time it's where everybody wanted to hang out. And then it got a little dicey. And then now they've kind of really upped it, man. Like there's some killer restaurants in that area right now. And the Parkway, I mean, they're really bringing in some heavy hitters. Uh, Rory Scoville was just recently there. Um, I know uh, Michael Ian Black just performed, Neil Brennan. So, you know, you're standing on stage with, uh, you know, you get, you get an opportunity to be like in a small neighborhood theater to go see some big names. Uh, Jeff, Rudy always talks about how different his comedy has to be for even, you know, in the cities or, you know, stepping out of the cities. Do you find a lot of similarities between Canada in the Twins and the Twin Cities? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's, there's a... Uh, there's a um, certain vibe, I would say, that's, that's you know, it's kind of tough to um, really pinpoint, but there's an energy that I think is very, very similar to um, a Canadian audience that, uh, that I've always felt uh, in that area. Um, I've always felt very, like, at home uh, even more than in the rest of the country. You know what I love about that is about 95% of people I talk to for some reason, they do not know that Toronto's way south of Minneapolis. <laughs> they have no idea that's true. Really? Yeah. Oh, Toronto's way south of Minneapolis. Minneapolis is way north of, of Toronto. That's when I become a flat earther, where I go, <laughs> no, it's not true. You're lying. Sorry. You can look at the map, sister. I refuse to. <laughs> I'm just telling you, but, oh, you guys way up there in Canada. No, wait a minute. That's They're south that's of us. That's insane. So. That can't be true. <laughs> well, I do believe that, that parts of Canada Toronto are, uh, or as parts of the United States are, are a lot of them, like 20 states or something. Part of those states are north of Toronto. So tell them to shut up, Jeff. What do you think of that? Yeah, I will. I will start doing that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I feel like I'm not telling enough people to shut up. So well. I, I'm very excited. Once I get, once I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I know exactly where I am on the map at, at all times. And, uh, if I even hear mention of Toronto, even if they're not saying anything about it being north or south, I'm just going to tell a lot more people to start shutting up. I, I you should. That. You absolutely should. They're going to assume that you just got off our show. They're going to know that that comes from Tom Bernard. Well, you've been working with Tom, have you? It's great. <laughs> nice attitude. I suppose that's probably true. But, I, I, you know, it's one of those situations where you just move forward. <laughs> I think it's just terrific. Uh, again, I, I'll mention the Parkway one more time before we move on because... Jeff, I'm very, very serious. I think you're going to love that theater. It's in a great part of town. The like the architecture is kind of like those houses look kind of like like cabins up in the mountains. Yeah, like, they kind of do, don't yeah, they? Absolutely. They yeah. got, I don't know what that style is or whatever old English style or something, mm -hmm. but yeah, you're going to love it. I, and and by the way, I I do. Oh well, Jeff said you you said you worked St. Paul before, so you know this. I don't know that that comedians get treated any better than they do in, in the Twin Cities. People love comedy here. Yeah, the crowds there were awesome uh, when I was there. They were, last year, we did like this fall tour, and uh, it, was, it was one of the first, um, the, the St. Paul shows were, I think, the first two or maybe the, the second or third two, um, second or third shows on that tour, and... Uh, yeah, the crowds were just uh, just awesome. Very, that like smart, you know. Not they were 
the the right kind of rowdy where they're they're out for a good time, but they're not disruptive. And uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. Jeff, is uh, you know I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but you got to bring it up. The fact that that comedy has changed in the last few years. Um, you know, certain things that you can't talk about that you used to be able to talk about, and it seems that the list is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I hope it doesn't get much bigger, but is it, does that create a problem? Well, Rudy, question for you too, for both of you. Does it cause you problems? Mm, I'll let Jeff answer that one first. Okay. Uh, for me personally, it hasn't really caused many problems. I'm not a, um, I'm, I don't touch on subjects that typically I don't, I I should say, I don't touch on subjects that um, are that controversial to begin with. So I've been very lucky in that that regard. Um, A lot of my, uh, a lot of my style in my show is very improvisational. It's very like creating stuff in the moment. So um, unless somebody takes a question or take something and they go with it somewhere, but I'm usually pretty good at like reining that in or pulling it back or, um, you know, stopping it from going too far. So luckily for me, I've built sort of this style in this act where that kind of stuff wasn't, um, wasn't, you know, too, too bad for me, but mm-hmm. yeah, every once in, I mean, every once in a while, it's, it just happens to anybody um, you might touch on something or you might, you know, get, um, you know, get, get into an area or get into a subject matter or something where somebody is offended might not even be the whole room. It could just be one person and their own personal experience or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've been very lucky on that, on that yeah. side that it hasn't affected me too much. Same situation. Rudy. Yeah. I get a lot of people that say you need to go a little harder. Oh, yeah, you need to be edgier. And I'm there like, I'm go. not that guy. I don't want to be that guy. I yeah. just want to go up and tell you a funny story about, you know, riding my bike when I was a kid. I don't, we get enough of that on the planet. The people yeah. arguing. The, the only, I have a couple of jokes. I have one about one of my good friends, Nate. He trans, uh, transitioned to Natalie. I tell that story. Uh, I tell a story about, I, I kind of complain about people who use pronouns, and I have one Joe Biden joke, and it's not even a bad one, you know? So I don't really go that line, but a lot of people are like, you got to push it more. And I'm like, I, I, no, I, I, I watch what happens when people get pigeonholed like that. Yeah. And yeah. to go back to, to Jeff talking about it being such an, uh, his show is so improvised. I've seen Jeff three times, and one time opened for him, the other two I just went as a fan, and the all three times, completely different show every single time. Wow. Which is such a testament yeah. because there is, yeah. there's another comic that I really like who is a lot of crowd work. And I went and saw him in the early show and thought, I got to spend another $25 and see this guy at the late show. That was the funniest, in-the-moment, improvised show I've ever seen in my life. And then I bought tickets to the late show and it was the same exact show I saw at the 7 o'clock. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute, what happened here? Which is also a talent. Absolutely, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't say things twice and rarely make them sound authentic. Yeah. You mean, you mean once? I can't say them I can barely say things once. <laughs> <laughs> Working on the one-time oh, thing. Yeah, but but, uh, but with Jeff, I'm telling you, it is every, every show is completely different and so funny and it is just, it's an hour of just hitting you over the head nonstop. And how I heard about Jeff, somebody sent me, you should always tell when somebody is good because it or, they organically send you a clip and go, have you ever heard of this guy? Yeah. And then when you get that clip oh, and you yeah. watch it, that's yeah. how you know that you're good when people are passing your stuff around and it's unsolicited. It's funny when we, uh, I come in about two minutes before the show starts and Rudy was just giggling in his studio because he was listing your stuff, Jeff. So that's always fun to see. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. What if she had walked by this morning and went, that sucked? Boo! Would you bring the boo? Boo, Jeff. <laughs> That'd be really rare. No, the reason I asked you that, Jeff, and, and asked Rudy at the same time, um, I don't remember the name of the show. I had it in my head, and of course it got away. But it's a show from like 2008, 2009. It's on streaming. And things have changed a bit because in the 15, 20 minutes that I watched the show, and it's, a, it's like a kind of drama thriller type of deal, a crime drama kind of deal. In that show, for no reason, and these are just women that work with him or whatever, this guy referred to women as a bitch or a whore like five times. 
So things have changed a little bit in the last 15 years. Thank God. I, yeah. was, I mean, it was really weird to hear that, Jeff. It really was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a uh, <laughs> that's uh, quite quite a quite a show, quite yeah. an interesting show, especially if that's a, like a cop show, you know. <laughs> I think it, I think it was actually. Yeah. It was just Martha Stewart. The yeah. outtakes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Who killed this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you got to use that as a joke now, Jeff. That's a great line. <laughs> Who killed this bitch? <laughs> That's real funny. I love that. I think it's a magnificent idea, actually. Well, God, I, one of these times when you come to town, I know you're, you know, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, you're working four different uh, cities in four straight days. But I'd love to have you come in studio sometime and just sit around and put up with the misery like I have to. I would love to, and uh, if for nothing else, but I'd love to meet AJ. Oh, you should meet AJ. You'd love AJ. There's no question. He's just a really, really nice man. No question about that. So you get uh, now. Are you going to drive from Ely to Minneapolis? Oh yes, yeah. We drive uh, for the majority of of the shows that we do. We drive. We we're usually out. I travel with uh, two other people. One guy that's um, sort of a permanent opening act and and uh, runs runs my merch for me. And then there's another guy that does all my video stuff. Okay. That travels with us. And because of all of our gear and everything, um, we we drive all the time. So it's it's uh, we've we've been back and forth across the country um, several times. So yeah, we'll definitely be uh, we'll definitely be doing that drive. We did that. I did that drive last uh, September as well, Ely okay. to uh, to St. Paul. Um, yeah, be- beautiful drive. There's, uh, you know, it's it's the. I mean, sometimes we're on the road for you know eight, ten, twelve hours oh, a day, yeah. depending yeah. on um, where each show is. But uh, yeah, I've, that's one thing I've really, really loved is being able to uh, drive both across uh, the U.S. and across Canada has, has been awesome. But see, I don't think people understand that, you know, when you're up on stage there, they think you flew in on a private jet and the blah, blah, blah. You guys, I mean, Ely to, Ely to St. Paul's got to be, what, about a seven and a half hour drive, something like that? Or is it not? No, not it's that not long? that. It's only, it's, not? it's only about four hours or so. Oh, four, is that up? Four and a half tops. Yeah, it's not that far. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was way that. But it, it, it's a, that, boy, that, when you get outside of Virginia on your way to Duluth, that Highway 53, that is a <laughs> boring stretch of highway. But right next to it, you have like all the iron ore pits, you have the giant trees, you have the, the state parks. It's beautiful. But then, boy, there's a boring wall that you hit on that drive, and then it, there's nothing until you get all closer to the city. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's brutal. So you don't connect with, like, there's no major... Yeah, because the highways go straight up or straight left. Yeah, once you get on the 35 and things start moving yeah. just around Cloquet, you're all right. But, yeah, there's an interim kind of in between just south of Virginia until you get to the 53 split. And that is a brutal stretch of highway to drive sometimes. Oh. i got to believe it. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the reason I'm even bringing that up, Jeff, is I, I wish people would understand what you guys go through before you even hit the stage. I mean, it's, it takes something out of you driving. I don't care if it's only four hours. Mm-hmm. You talk about being on the road for 12 hours some days. That takes a lot out of you to travel that far and then get up on stage. You were just up on stage last night, and now you're up there again. So tip of the cap, man. I, I, that's a hell of a lot of work. I wish people had understood, uh, would understand that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, one, one thing that really, um, I, I think helped me just in getting into this and, and, uh, being a part of the, um, comedy industry is I've always really liked, uh, long drives. Even when I was oh, okay. a kid, like we would go, we would go camping or something like that. And, and I would be, you know, in, in the back seat and, um, my grand, I would go with my grandparents or something like that. And, um, I just always really enjoyed a good, um, road trip. And, uh, you know, obviously when you're a kid, you don't know how that will uh, affect or impact, you know, your life later on. And, um, so when, when I started getting a lot more into comedy and I was a road comic right out the gate, pretty much, um, touring around and wasn't really, you know, I wasn't a New York city or an LA or a Toronto based comic. I was, I was always uh, on the road and that really helped me. And, and just was one of those things where, you know, I, I know a lot of people that 
um, just friends and <clears throat> family members and stuff that don't really like long long drives, but uh, I've always in, enjoyed it, and it's Good. really come in handy in this, uh, this line of work. That's magnificent. One month from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, August 19th, the Parkway Theater. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've never been to the Parkway, you want to go see comedy. It's a different experience, Rudy, is it not? It's one of the best. Yeah, yep, you'll love it. Great place. Yep. Jeff, I look forward to maybe, and again, I don't uh, know how, after driving four hours, you probably don't want to come in and do a, a show with somebody, but if you ever get time, we'd love to have you in studio. Oh, I would absolutely love to. Yeah, I, I would uh, I, I would love to do that regardless of how long we've uh, been in the car or whatever, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to uh, to come in and, and hang out with you guys. That'd be wonderful. Look forward to it, Jeff. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me, and uh, thanks for everything, guys. It's our pleasure. Jeff Leeson, ladies and gentlemen, coming to Minnesota again one month from tomorrow, August 19th. That's at the Parkway Theater. It does piss me off that Joe had to close down. I'm not saying he had to close down the restaurant, but he did, Um, because that was a big part of the Parkway for me, too, to go over and have dinner over there at at his spot. Yeah. I love that area. Well, my brother Terry lived about three houses down from the Parkway Theater back when I was a teenager. Terry's nine years older than me, so I remember just spending a ton of time in that neighborhood. Just love that area over there. Yeah. Wonderful area. All right, we got to take a break. Be right back. Look at that, man. He was great. Did you know him from before? Uh, I had, I was a fan and then opened up for him in southern Minnesota like oh, okay. four months ago. And he we just kind of hit it off. And I, I saw he was coming to the parkway. And I was like, hey, man, you want to come on? Because we had talked about having him on before when I opened oh, up for okay. him. And we just couldn't make it work scheduling-wise. And, uh, yeah, he's got uh, – trust me, you will not be disappointed seeing Jeff Leeson live. He Fun. is a killer on stage. He's so good. I think it's magnificent. Yeah, I really enjoy talking to him. That was, mm-hmm. a, that was a great call because I really, really like talking to him a lot. He's a very, very nice man. we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. Kristen Burt will join us after this. So if you've been following my progress with MNFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 25 pounds now. And you can do two. Oh, I, I should remind people I was down 27, but I was sick for a couple of weeks. And when you're not moving, yeah, I don't care how much you eat, you we're, are not going to lose weight. I can promise yeah, you that. Yeah, we're going to give you a pass on that, sir. <clears throat> yeah, there you're, is that. Okay. Uh, I'm a lost right at 25 pounds. You can do it too with mnfatloss.com. Summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. Um, look, I'm going. I'm in now as of uh, yesterday. Phase two of the program, I'd like to lose about another probably 25 to 30 pounds. Maybe eh, 25, probably do a good job. Can't recommend this program any higher, by the way. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort. But honestly, with mnfatloss.com comes the secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. Now, I'll be on the maintenance program for a while, and I might consider uh, going back to the weight loss phase. Like I said, I've already considered that, and I am doing it. I'd like to lose that 25 extra pounds. The maintenance program allows me to add some uh, back in some more foods I love, still maintain my weight loss. You'll absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special, 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, and by the way, I almost guarantee that, just like I'm doing, uh, it's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill... Adjust your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only nineteen ninety-eight 
Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's K- is it KB2, right? I got to keep KB2. track. Yeah, okay, because KB1, KB2, KB3, and now KB4. We got four KBs that are involved with the show, which is, it's wearing me out. I got to be honest with you. It's a you know lot I mean? of KBs in your life. So, um, watched a little TV with Catherine last night. What the hell did we watch? I can't even remember what the hell we watched anymore. Hmm. I'll have to think about it. Anything good? Um, anything good happening in Hollywood? As far it doesn't look like it's any better to me. No, it's it's not a lot better. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it's really become kind of a, a war. If you take a look, SAG said this is what we tried to negotiate. This is what they offered, and then the AMTPT is just like, no, that's not what it was. And you know, no, who knows who's telling the truth and what happened behind closed doors and negotiations. But uh, I think what everyone's struggling right now is like, what can you do? What can't you do? Because we're fighting for one particular scripted TV film contract. Yeah. Other people are working. But SAG is telling like influencers, if you want to join the union, you can't be talking about movies. You can't be promoting movies. You can't take paid promotions for movies. And these are people who are currently non-union. Are there some loopholes? Because I was just reading about one that was like a biblical show called The Chosen that was kind of trying to figure out loopholes through all this. There is a waiver available to independent production. So if you are not a production company who is a part of uh, the AMTPT that is currently being negotiating with all of the actors right now, you can apply for a waiver. And if they double check that you're independently financed and that you're an independent production company, you will be allowed to shoot. And that's why I think this is going to be another golden age of independent film and television, which I'm kind of excited about because we might get some really great original stories and not have to see 18,000 sequels. That's a good plan. I just thought we were watching Murdoch Mysteries last night, the Uh. Canadian show, Toronto. That uh, Yannick Bisson, that's how you say his name is Bisson. I'm sure his name isn't Bison. It's Bisson, probably, right? Bisson. Bisson. Yannick Bisson. He's very, very good. You know that show is still alive? I mean, it's been on the air, I think, like 17 years. Dang a lang, like what, like 20 episodes per season kind of thing, yeah. too? Must That's be. amazing. Yeah, that show is... Do you ever watch that show? I haven't watched Murdoch Mysteries. Really good. They do a nice job uh, with the show from top to bottom. We- And we will see a lot of uh, Canadian and UK shows come here to the U.S. because of this. Um, CBS is bringing over a couple of shows. They said they're retooling their fall schedule. They had already announced that they're supersizing things like Survivor and Amazing Race for the fall. Oh, yeah. But this is a big thing. They're bringing Yellowstone over from Paramount Plus 
to CBS for the fall. So ah. anyone who does not have a subscription has been dying to watch the show. Guess what? Your episodes are coming. See, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Um, can I, I got to ask you about, uh, there's two notable divorces in Hollywood. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. And this I'm, was, yesterday was an explosion. Then Lindsay Lohan had her baby and we were like typing yeah. away. Right? I was like, I can't handle this news. Wait a second. She's on the show now. Don't bring up the divorce. Oh, that's awkward. I'm sorry, Kristen. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He reached out to us. Maybe we weren't supposed to mention it until the paperwork goes Bill through. is like, sorry to tell you, but Brent's going to break the news yeah, to you. He wanted, yeah. He wanted you to hear it from a friend. So I should take this off. There, yeah. I, yeah I wear it. On the other hand, it's fine. Don't oh. worry about it. She's taking it off of that. That took you a long time to try to pull that off your finger. Um, yeah, tell us about uh, the first one was Ariana Grande that popped out. And I actually forgot completely she was married because it happened during the pandemic. Right. So Ariana Grande um, split from Dalton Gomez. He is a real estate agent out here. And he deals in kind of like, if you ever watch Million Dollar Listing, he's, he's in that echelon of like real estate agents. He needs to be here in Los Angeles. When they met, it was quarantine. It was yeah. lockdown. Everything was fabulous. Ariana stayed here. All of a sudden, the world opens up and he realizes, oh my gosh, I'm dating a pretty big star yeah. who needs security when she goes out. Oh, sure. There's paparazzi following us. And oh, by the way, she's filming two wicked movies back to back in London for the next year. So I think that they just realized that a long-distance marriage was not going to work for them. He made a last-ditch effort to kind of save their marriage in May, which I think is kind of cute. (laughs) You know, he tried. He's like, I do want to make this marriage work, and he flew over there. It lasted about two weeks, and then they realized their lives are just so different. It's not going to work for them. Um, And this had been, I I will say, anyone who follows the Instagram gossip site Dumois, which has unverified information. You never know if it's true or not. They've been hinting at this for seven or eight months. So I I think that, you know, oftentimes where there's smoke, there's fire. That was definitely a situation there. Yeah. And then on the other spectrum of marriages, I like refuse to acknowledge that are divorcing was Sofia Vergara. And oh, Joe. really? I know. I That was I yesterday. It that. popped up and I was like, I have to talk to Kristen. I want to hear what your take is on who you think left who. Okay. So it's Sofia Vergara and her husband, Joe Manganiello. A lot of people will know him from Magic Mike and True yeah. Blood. Everyone, yeah. I think, knows Sofia. Yeah. Um, they're like two of the most good looking people I in know. Hollywood. When you see them, they command a red carpet. I have a thing for Joe Manganiello, by the way. I have I, a thing for so both of them. They're gorgeous. And I know. She's stunning. Yeah. Um, she at one point was the highest paid woman in Hollywood, by the way. So I'm hoping that there is a prenup because this is otherwise it's going to get ugly real fast. Um, but I wrote an article last week, which was really weird because normally when he wishes her a happy birthday, it was her 51st birthday. It's usually this, my, mi amor, I love you so much. You were the best thing to ever happen to me. And last week he wrote. Happy birthday, Sophia! Exclamation point with an old photo that was blurry. And yeah, was like, <laughs> it was like literally Felice Cupianos, like pretty quick. Like that's cold. Yeah, yeah, in English and in Spanish, and then just like a, a sculpture in the second photo. It was really weird, and I was like, "Is there something to this?" Because that was a very cold happy birthday message that is out of the norm for the two of them. Yeah, and she was off in Italy, and normally he, they spend their entire summer on their European yacht vacation, and he was not there with her. She was with a bunch of girlfriends. So you start going, hmm. And sure enough, they they said that um, they were growing apart, and that was that. I, I, I... I don't know in this one. I feel like probably Sophia left Joe. That's what my <laughs> speculation was. I just feel like he, okay, and it's only speculation, Tom, but the way he looks at her is I don't think he would ever leave her. So I think she left him. And again, complete speculation. I have no, no, no any proof to why. So, Rudy, right. you think, uh, you know, two women talking about a third woman uh, and she wins. Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you think that has anything to do with it? Man, even in the state of Minnesota, on the radio shows, women have an easier time in divorce. Man, that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing. Like, we either that or he's the victim or she's the victim. I feel like, I don't know what it is. It just seems like he plays the lonely heart a little bit. Like, he, like Well, and he was obsessed with her for years yes. before he ever went on a date with her. Like, this has been oh, his dream okay. girl. And he married his dream girl. And I just think... 
sometimes, and I'm going to say this, and there's a lot, this is a discussion on TikTok, which I find really interesting. Women, this is, and people don't come at me, just understand that women, your role, you know, in the 1950s was to like graduate from high school, meet the man you're going to marry, have children, keep a great home and everything else. And women have explored that there's so many different opportunities. And now that science has caught up, there's so many different ways to have a family Sometimes we don't need you guys. We've been making our oh, own Oh, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. I wonder for Sophia if she's just like, this is not working for me. This is the kind of life I want to live. Okay. And off she goes having her like hot girl summer. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.